Welcome to the Blessed Sacrament Homilies Podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the Word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill. And whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says rakah will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar... And there recall that your brother has anything against you. Leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled. And then come offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge. And the judge will hand you over to the guard. And you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is God's footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. 
Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. is so rich in its detail that to break it all open in five or ten minutes is virtually impossible. So I want to focus on three aspects of it. The first one is the law. The second one is Gehenna. And the third one is the kingdom of heaven. Well, let's talk about the law. The law that given to Moses, but also included in the prophets, in fact, you could take virtually all of the Old Testament and refer to it as the law, was meant to do only one thing, believe it or not. It was meant to create a lifestyle and an environment where people could have an understanding of God's working in their lives and how that gift was meant to influence how we interact with one another, how we treat one another, how we live. But unfortunately, like virtually everything that starts out good, we as human beings can turn it into something much less. And that's what happened to the law. Rather than allowing it to create that environment to be in touch with God, People instead took the law and made the law God itself. So it didn't matter about that relational aspect of us with God, but also us with the greater community. And instead, fidelity to the detail of the law became what was important. So it was easy to ignore a suffering brother or sister because all that really mattered was that I followed the law perfectly, that I didn't work on the Sabbath, that I properly cleaned food utensils, that I did all those kind of things. And if you look at the law in general, the Sabbath was meant to create a quiet time away from the busyness of life to be at prayer and to be in tune with God. The purification laws were simply good health practices to keep the community healthy. And the relational parts of the law were meant to create a community that was caring for others. Well, Jesus came into that world and spent virtually all of his time dealing with that kind of an attitude. And when he says, I didn't come to abolish the law, I came to fulfill it, he's telling us in a very clear way, mind you, that to have a profound experience of God that the law was supposed to create, we find it in him. That it's his presence, his action, his living in our midst that allow us to have an experience of God. He fulfills the law. Gehenna, which oftentimes people interpret as hell, really wasn't. If you want to know what Gehenna was, when you leave Mass, get out on Ashman, go east. When you cross 10, look up at Mount Midland out there. <laughs> Gehenna was the city dump. 
And everyone who heard this would have known that. And Gehenna was outside of the city walls. In other words, it was outside of the protection that those walls could provide. And it was a place where the poorest of the poor went to gather what little they could find to support themselves. It was a place of misery. You can imagine what it's like picking through a dump to live. And when Jesus says you're going to be going into Gehenna, he's allowing us to understand that outside of God, when we turn our backs on God, life is misery. And he wanted to remind us of that. And the last part, the part that I've staked my whole life on, by the way, because I find it extremely hopeful, I'm going to reread to you. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Now, I don't know about any of you, but I just want to get in the door. I realize I'm broken. I don't have everything figured out. Least in the kingdom of heaven. You're still included. And when we're broken in life, when we're struggling, when we seem to be trapped in those same sins, those same mistakes, hold on to those words if you ever think that you're outside of God's love. Because Jesus says clearly, you're still in the kingdom of heaven. Some of the most hope-filled words you're going to find in Scripture. So remember, the fulfillment of the law we find in Jesus. He personifies it. That Gehenna is any time we turn our backs on his love, we find out we're in misery. And that the hope of the kingdom of heaven is a strong one because of what Christ's love does for us. Mm-hmm.